Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to the Gen Z Show. I'm your host of the show, James McLam. I'm joined today uh, with my daughter and ZYC trainer, uh, Sarah Bath. How are you doing, Sarah Bath? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing very well this year. Uh, I'm excited about the guest today. Now, this interview was just conducted by me. I was had the opportunity to just do the interview myself, but the interview is with a young man named Sam Smith. Uh, Sam L. Smith is how you're going to find him online. And Sarah Beth, you were one of the people who recommended me to uh, Sam. Tell me how you know Sam or how you know about Sam and why you recommended him. Well, I heard about Sam um, a few national conventions ago. He interviewed for National FFA Talent, which is just a talent competition that they do at national convention every year, and you have to qualify for it. And those auditions, uh, part of them take place in the National Expo, where a whole bunch of vendors are set up and a whole bunch of people just walk around. And I was walking around, and I heard him singing, and it was really good. So I walked up to see who it was, and he ended up placing second um, at national convention that year and so I got to see him go up on stage and perform again and recently this past summer he wrote a song called Blue Jackets which was introduced to me um, as a state officer and it was just about FFA so I played it at almost every workshop uh, that I held and so I thought of him when we were doing these interviews. One of the reasons why I'm excited about this interview is Sam really talks about how he got out of his shell and, and really stepped out and tried to live big, really take a step forward. Uh, talks a lot about goal setting that he learned about, about dreaming big and where he is on his journey. And you're going to hear him talk about this, but Sam recently has had the number one country song on independent, on independent labels, which is, a, you know, if, if you're producing your own song and you can put it out there, that is what he has done. He's got a great story. He's a really nice guy. And you're going to really enjoy it. And I want you to stay till the end because we're going to play some of his music at the end of the, our interview with Sam. So subscribe to the uh, channel, share this with your friends, and sit back and enjoy this interview with Mr. Sam Smith. Sam, welcome to the Gen Z Show. I'm really excited about having you here as our guest. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me, James. I appreciate it. Uh, as I told you in, uh, before we started the call, when I was asking the staff on who we needed to have as a potential guest, uh, several of the people, my daughter and some folks from Minnesota, they are highly recommended that I get you to come on here. They said that your story would be one that would be very much an encouragement to our audience. So I appreciate you taking your time to do this. Well, thanks to them for uh, kind of shouting me out. So I appreciate them. Well, they were both at 2019's National FFA Convention. So they got to hear you firsthand there. So they, they wanted to, uh, 
Yeah, I think. And both of them were disappointed when their schedules didn't work so that they could be on the call because they were both fighting to try oh, to get on no. the call. <laughs> so. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so hopefully 2021 we'll see them at the national convention and then there won't be no fighting, hopefully. <laughs> well, there's a possibility uh, that they could be back in, in some form or another there. So, sure. So a lot of the, the uh, audience, this may be their first time being exposed to you. So if you wouldn't mind, just introduce yourself to them. Tell them what you'd like for them to know about Sam Smith. Sure. So my name's Sam L. Smith. I'm a country and Christian country recording artist. Uh, just had my first number one this past December uh, called The Way You Make Me Feel. And you can find that on Spotify, Apple Music or whatever. Um, and I'm on all social media. But uh, man, I just I love doing what I do. And if it inspire, inspires others, that's that's really what puts a smile on my face. That's awesome. Well, tell me, so how did you get started doing this? Now, you're a senior in high school, so you're 17, 18? Which are I'm 18. You're 18. So yes, how did you get started in this, and how long have you been doing uh, recording and, and singing? So really what I what got my start is, you know, I come from a long line of, you know, family that played a lot of bluegrass music, and you hear a lot of that mm-hmm. in Kentucky. And uh, they were from around Greenup, Kentucky, around the Ashland area. And uh, so that really inspired me when I was young and uh, also listened to the Gaithers uh, when I was small. So listening to Kevin Williams, Mark Lowry, Bill Gaither, Michael English, all them familiar names is really what got me started and listening to that. And so really, I, when I was probably in middle school, seventh grade, I think it was uh, my choir teacher, you know, here's a baritone voice for, you know, sixth or seventh grader that's not really heard of too often. So he's like, hey, man, why don't you just come try out this choir deal? I mean, see what you think about it. I was like, listen, man, I can't sing. I don't know nothing about singing. I can't read the notes. I mean, what do you expect? So I walk in there, and, uh, you know, he was impressed with my voice. He says, just give it a shot. Just give it a shot. I was like, okay, whatever. So, you know, I was in there, and then Christmas rolls around. So here comes the Christmas for Silas, right? So, uh, you know, he gave me a solo for Blue Christmas by Elvis. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I getting myself into? And that was so, the first time you'd ever performed by yourself? First time ever performed by myself with the choir behind me. And it was just a solo singing Blue Christmas by Elvis. So here I am. I mean, I'm shaking out of my shoes. I mean, I'm scared to to death. And uh, I get up there and, you know, people were videoing. And I was like, why are they videoing me? I ain't going to do nothing. Well, anyways, put it on Facebook. Got calls to from churches and different events about me doing some stinging and stuff, you know, do like a special for a Sunday or something. And then that's when Long Black Train, one of my songs that I covered by Josh Turner, really come into play. Uh, It was a song that I think that, you know, God gave to me that somebody else sang, Josh Turner, it's his song. But for me to cover it and go around and people ask for it everywhere I go, it's awesome. So that's really kind of how I got my start in the Christian country category. And then I, I wanted to try the country atmosphere just a little bit. So uh, this song came around called The Way You Make Me Feel, my first, you know, country song. And uh, it went to number one in December. And, you know, it's just another way that I can get my ministry out is people can listen to my country stuff. They can roll over and listen to the Christian country stuff as well. So it's kind of just all jiving in together. Now, how are you able to manage being a high school student and and, uh, breaking into this type of industry? Well, really right now with the coronavirus and stuff, uh, it's slow. So I can just do all my stuff online. It takes me just a couple hours to get my work done. 
and then right into the country and then the country music and the Christian country, I kind of just fit it all together that way, you know, so I like this homeschooling thing. I really do because <laughs> it, it's very time consuming and stuff and I can just do whatever I need to school and then just do my country and Christian country music work or whatever. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I know from your story that you've competed uh, in several competitions and talent competitions. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't have the courage to step out and, and get involved in that kind of uh, that kind of world of putting themselves out there. Uh, how, how did you get involved in that, and, and how did you feel competing? So, let's see. I was junior years when I done the national FFA talent. And uh, so I was there sophomore year and, you know, there was people singing and stuff and, you know, they had like a little, it was like a tractor supply that's for the karaoke people go and they karaoke. And oh, yeah, dances. yeah. So that's kind of like a big thing during like the national convention. Everybody goes there and dances and karaoke's and stuff. Well, I went in there uh, the first time and uh, I done, let's see, what song was it? I think it was Why Don't We Just Dance by Josh Turner. That's the first song I sang in front of them. And there was people all gathered around just, just to listen to me sing and everybody dance. It was so much fun. But, you know, I really realized that I wanted to do that. And then they had the national talent competition. And I knew nothing about that. My advisors didn't know nothing about it. So and so they said, why don't, you, why don't you try the national talent for the next year? So I sent in my stuff. And, you know, the advisors, they really pushed me uh, for my music and everything there. They're pretty much my backbone. So I kind of, they're very supportive. So really it was just out of the blue. They told me to do it. And I was like, well, shoot, I'll try it. So sending in my application, got top 50 and then top 25 and then top 15 and then top five. So it was pretty neat. So pretty much my advisors today was the people that really supported me on that. And that the FFA is not the only competition you've been involved with, right? No, no, I've done uh, the National Barrel Horse Association. So I barrel race as well. That's another side fact about me. I like to barrel race and have horses and stuff. And uh, so they had a competition, an idol competition. And uh, I, I won that, or, and that was in 2017 or whatever. So that was a pretty, pretty neat deal. And then the FBLA state talent, I won that. And then I won Kentucky state talent. So for the uh, or for the uh, FFA. And then I done for the FBLA, I got first place as well. So. How, how do you feel when you get that opportunity to, you know, compete like that? Well, it's it's, it's a pretty cool opportunity, but man, it, it's kind of it's kind of nerve wracking a lot. So that's that's hard for me because I'm I'm kind of a nervous type anyways. But <laughs> but I mean, to have people that support me and support anything I do, and they're pushing me and stuff, that just encourages me. Did you sing covers of songs or original songs in these competitions? No, I, I sang cover songs, mainly Josh Turner, Randy Travis, Keith Whitley, uh, a bunch of people that inspire me. There's so many more, but those were the main three that I sang. Man, you're going back in time with Keith Whitley there. Oh, yeah. So I like to do traditional country music. And if you hear some of my music, you hear a lot of steel guitar, fiddle. And if you, I mean, if you listen to me, you hear a lot of them three people right there. It's, so that's, that's kind of my, I, I like new country as well, but man, I like to take it old school. Now I know, uh, I know 2020 probably just put everything kind of in a <clears throat> weird situation. You know, you weren't able to perform as much, but 
before then, you know, with performance and stuff, what is the best thing that you like about performing? Mm, the best thing I like about performing, man, is just getting up there and, uh, you know, with my music and stuff, trying to inspire people and put a smile on their face and hear people sing along, whether it's my song or I'm doing a cover song. It's just getting up there and seeing people smile and just have a good time because, you know, 2020, it's kind of rough and you can't yeah. see them smiles through a screen. Uh, especially here recently, I've been trying to do like the Facebook lives and stuff and trying to, you know, try to engage people to have, you know, still smile and have the band with me. And I don't know. I just love to go up there. It's just, uh, it's just a good feeling to go up there and do something good. So you, you've done some Facebook lives with a, with a band? Yes. Done it with a band. Uh, we have, so I just got new with this band. It's me and my band were called the Midnight Riders and uh, it's kind of a new thing. And uh, so I, that's that's the best thing about 2020 was probably getting my band and having them with me. And it's something new I've never done before. So uh, so we've had a few events. We just got back from Indiana uh, this past weekend from doing a show. So kind of 2020, 2021, kind of how we're starting it was uh, is uh, getting the band out there and trying to do some songs. And so and you do the Facebook lives through your your um, your site. Yeah, through uh, Samuel Smith Music on Facebook. So, so check them out. So, um, when you're able to do that, do you get a lot of interaction from from the people? Or yeah, how, yeah you know, how is that going for you? Yeah, so that's going good. I mean, we get you know roughly around you know two thousand views or whatever. So, holy moly, that's bad. pretty big, actually. Well, for a little guy who's just yeah. getting started with the band and stuff, it ain't too bad. But so it's it's something different that we're trying to try. And so I don't know, something different. Uh, I think that you should be very proud of that. I mean, well, he's just starting off. Uh, yeah, we are. We're tickled plum to death. So what's what's your long-term goals with this? Is this a career that you own, or is this a side hustle, or just a, an exciting hobby? What, what do you see yourself? Well, I, I mean, I'd love for, you know, to just shoot off and, you know, do the best I can and go get a big record label or whatever, mm -hmm. but, you know, I – that's everybody's dream and it's hard to make that dream come true. I mean, you can work as hard as you can and work for your dreams. Uh, but there's always, I need to have a fallback plan. So right now I'm going, I'm thinking about going to Moorhead state university here, just about 45 minutes down the road from a small campus, whatever. And, uh, possibly being in, getting a business degree and, uh, being an insurance agent. So that's kind of the backup plan. Uh, but man, I'd love to, you know, just my career just shoot off or whatever. And, uh, I mean, you never know. So I, you just got to keep working at it. That's very true. I mean, you don't ever know. And I know it sounds like you're, you know, trying to make those plans, setting your goals to be able to do that uh, as you're going through it. So you mentioned a while ago about barrel racing. So tell me about yeah. barrel racing. I want to hear what you're doing on that. You're the second person that we've interviewed since we started this show who's done barrel racing. Who, who's the other person? Amberly Snyder. Oh my gosh, that's a big name. That's a big name. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta be careful. Amberly might be watching this, and I, I'm just, I ain't as good as she is. Don't give me, don't go that route. But anyway, so I, I barrel race a little bit. Uh, I'm in uh, two associations: NBHA and IBRA, National Barrel Horse Association, and International Barrel Horse Association. So when I'm not on the road singing and stuff, I'm usually on the weekends. I'm out at a horse show barrel racing. And, uh, you know, I have two horses that I ride. Uh, one of them's name's Rock. 
the other one's name's Hank. And uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's just fun. It's just a side hobby for us. Something, something that I can kind of get my mind off of if I'm not singing or something. You ever thought about trying to combine in some ways the two? I guess you have when you did the uh, talent competition. That would that would be kind of combining it. Right, right. Yeah, we can, we combine a little bit. So you write songs as well, correct? Yeah. So the first song I ever wrote it was Blue Jackets. That's the first song I ever wrote. Me and my friend Nate Jackson, we wrote that song together. So is he a high school friend? Song. No, no. He is a, a guy that produced that song. Okay. So uh, I had this idea after National Convention. I said, hey, I got this crazy idea. I mean, check this out. A song called Blue Jackets about the FFA. He's like, that's a good idea. So we kind of combined our ideas together. And uh, he done some research about the FFA. He wasn't a big FFA guy, but he done some research and uh, kind of figured out more about them and stuff. And uh, I said, listen, this is my idea. And he said, listen, this is my idea. So we put them together, mashed it up, and we come out with that song. So it was pretty cool. So was that after – that was before you competed, right? That was after I competed. Oh, after, so after you competed. After I competed. So I was driving home or whatever from National Convention. I shot him a text and said, hey, we need to write a song about Blue Jackets. So that was a cool. year ago. So after yeah, so 2000. See, yeah. if you would had that song beforehand, you'd have definitely walked away oh. with it. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Oh, okay, yeah, you do. You know something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Was, that place would have erupted, my friend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If it didn't already, I mean, I was pretty pleased with the response from, you know, Lucas Oil Stadium and RFD TV. So I was pretty pleased with the response with that. How many were in the stadium when you were able to perform? Oh, a couple thousand, maybe maybe 15,000. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was quite a few, maybe even more than that. I don't know. I just know that I was pretty nervous. So, <laughs> uh, so it was fun. I mean, it was cool to get all the uh, response and stuff. And then walking around in the convention hall, people were like, you that guy that sung? I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> That's me. That's me. So, <laughs> That's you know, cool. It is pretty neat, though, and I can't wait to go back next year. So, hopefully, when, I mean, I'll I'll be able to go back next year just due to the stuff and everything. When did um when did you release Blue Jackets? I released Blue Jackets. I think it was in March. I think it was. So right, right before COVID hit. So really, uh, yeah, bad. right before COVID hit. So what a great song before COVID hit, and uh, to have a song like that. So. That, uh, that is pretty, pretty cool because I was wondering, uh, the, the people who recommended you, they both were at the convention, I was, and they mentioned this song. So they were following you. They obviously were following you enough to know, um, you know that you'd release something because they both mentioned that. So I just assumed that it was done before. And, but, wow, that's, that's, a, that's an even better it would, story. Yeah, it would, it would have been neat if it was already done, but it wasn't. I didn't think about it till after national convention. So, so what's as far as I as far as I know, that's the first first song about FFA. That's I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's the first song that's about FFA. So I thought that was pretty cool. Probably that an artist has done. FFA did some. Well, it's neither here nor there, but they did a song thirty years ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, they did. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube. When we get off, I'll I'll, I'll give, you, give you the link to it. So yeah, that's pretty neat. I didn't know that. Yeah, they did one. So I'm I'm showing my age because it was when I was an officer. So it's uh, it's that's pretty neat. That's pretty Thirty neat. years ago, my friend, I was old people. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, surely not. <laughs> so tell me what's on docket for 2021 for you. What do you hope to accomplish this year, both musically, barrel racing, and academically? Sure. So 2021, we're trying to, you know, go as much as we can. We got a call from Arizona the other day about going out there and doing a couple shows for the FFA. They have a gala out there. And uh, so that'll be pretty neat. And we're supposed to go down to Texas and go to North Carolina, Troy area. If you're around. Yeah, yeah, I know where that's at. So we'll have to give you a call once we're in the North Carolina area. Uh, Probably Indiana. Uh, We already we just got we just got done doing a show there and uh, different other places. So we're trying to get out as much as we can. Uh, You know, we'll see how this COVID thing, it'll all work out. And then we got a new uh, Christian country album coming out called This Is Me. So that's that's super, super, we're super excited about that. And uh, it'll be out probably by the end of January. Fingers crossed, fingers mm-hmm. crossed. They're still doing some, some you know, tweaking on it and stuff. And fingers crossed it'll be done by the end of January, maybe February. So we're really excited about that. And, uh, you know, on the barrel racing side, I really don't have no goals. I just sit up there and ride. So it's kind of <laughs> usually my horses do the work. I just sit up there. So that's that's always a plus. I don't know. It's pretty neat. Our audience are dreamers. They're goal setters, uh, but some of them just don't have the courage to really put themselves out there like you have, Sam. Uh, what is the best advice that you have been given? by anyone that has helped, you know, help push you along in this journey? Sure. Uh, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people say it, but you gotta, you gotta set your goals out and, uh, push for them goals. Uh, that's kind of what I've done here in the past is, you know, for 2021, I got my goals. I want to, you know, reach so many people. I want to, you know, do this. I want to do that. Well, you know, it all comes with a work ethic and you got to work for it. It just don't come to you. You got to work for it. And, uh, you know, that's what my family teaches me. If you want to do something in life, you got to work for it. And uh, kind of like your prayers, you got to put feet on your prayers. And uh, so that's that's something else as well. So I, that's pretty much it's got to work for it. You just got to strive and uh, do the best you can. I mean, just do what you can and strive to be 100 percent. So that would be your. Uh... Your advice that you would give it, give aspiring, aspiring young people, no matter what their dreams and goals are. Sure, absolutely. Just strive and work hard, and you know, set goals and mm-hmm. push yourself. Do everything you can to reach them goals. Mm. I really love that. I really love that. Couple quick questions here, just to get a feel for it, so the audience can get a feel for you. Who's your yeah. favorite artist of all time? Yeah, man. Oh, man. Oh, all time. Yeah. Got to dig deep. Probably yeah. George Strait. Oh, there. Oh, you can't go wrong there. That's that's wrong. a good answer. Yeah. All right, let's barrel it down anymore. What's your favorite country song of all time? My favorite country song. <laughs> this would sound corny if I said it, but the way you make me feel on Blue Jackets by Sam L. Smith. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, my favorite song has got to be, uh, oh, man. Forever and ever, amen, Randy Travis. Gracious, you are old school. Yes, I love, love old school music. Oh, my goodness, you, you, you're really going way back. What's your favorite uh, gospel group since you're in country gospel? Ooh, my favorite gospel group is the Crab Family. Oh, really? Oh, great. 
Okay. Yeah. So now let's go back there. What's, what's the favorite song of uh, that they do that you enjoy or any group does that you enjoy? Oh, they, they do a fantastic job on Through the Fire. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a song like that right now. Just, man, that really hits home. Because, you know, 2020 has been pretty rough. Uh, and we all go through that fire that we got to face. So that's probably one of my favorite songs. Awesome. Very awesome. Where can our audience connect with you? They want to find out about you. They want to listen to you. How can they connect with Sam L. Smith? Make sure you put the L in there, guys. There you go. Find the L. You got to put the L. It used to be Sam Smith, but we had to change it to Sam L. Smith because we was interfering with the other Sam Smith. But anyways, you can find me uh, on Instagram, uh, Apple Music, Facebook, Spotify, uh, anywhere you download or stream your music or anywhere that you do social media, uh, I'm right there. So, and, and you can go on www.samelsmith.com and look at all the tour dates. You can read more about me, listen to some videos of me and the band or, or me by myself, you know, just anywhere. So, yeah, be ready for 2021. We're excited. You want to do any more uh, upcoming, got any more Facebook lives uh, on the agenda? As of right now, we don't just because the, the churches and the events and festivals are starting to pick up. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, it's kind of not set in stone. But if so, I'll put it on my Facebook. Hey, I, I didn't ask this question earlier. Do you play guitar or anything or you're just a singer? I don't. I just sing. I just mm-hmm. sing. I'm starting to learn guitar and it's just it's I'm very slow, I guess. <laughs> Do you try to model yourself after Josh Turner or is there any others that you current people uh, that you yeah uh, like i said josh turner uh randy travis keith whitley uh a new guy from texas called randall king um let's see yeah that's, those are pretty much my main people that i like to listen to so before we uh close out the call what final statement do you want to give to our audience to to inspire and motivate and encourage them Sure. Uh, well, I like to end it with this. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And, uh, you know, like, like we was talking about, you know, we, if we just set goals and, you know, push ourselves to do, you know, amazing things, God's right there through all of it. He's going to help you each and every step of the way. Just keep on with your goals. Sam, thank you a lot. For, for joining us today, for being a part of our show. Uh, this is fun. This is fun. It's, what's going to be fun for me is to be able to sit back yeah. and, and watch watch your career. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect with you somewhere live. Uh, don't know when, but, but we're going to connect somewhere live so that we'll we can get together and, yes, and get the meet and, uh, and promote you. And I want to thank the audience for joining us today. Again, subscribe uh, to the Gen Z show. You look down to the subscribe button, which is below us, uh, and share this episode. And in the show notes, you'll find links to all his social media sites and his website. And stay through the end. Don't listen right now because we're going to end out our show with, with a little piece of one of his songs. You want to listen to it as we as we go out. So thank you again, Sam, for your time and see you guys you. next week. One day will be that far like his grandpa before him. Working hard for his family, up early every morning. 
Revving up his own John Deere Pouring out his own blood and tears His future farmer's got it in his heart And his FFA blue jacket's where it starts He's got brothers and sisters All across this land Wearing them old blue jackets This country's in their hands They're gonna work the air Put the food on the table they're gonna lead the way As long as they're able Don't worry, America These blue jackets have you covered